0: The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Hey guys, my name is Melissa Feaster and I cannot even believe this is our first podcast show ever. We have been talking about this and working so hard to get this going and then COVID hit and COVID has been such a freaking nightmare. But on the same regards, it has given me time to stay home and do what I love, which is catch up and do everything, all things Bravo. I mean, and my husband and kids, of course, that has been wonderful, you know, that quality time with them. But the Bravo world, I love all things Bravo. I mean, we have our Bravo Labs that we all know we love, but I feel like there are so many sides, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the chef, the spouse, the nanny, the personal assistant, the glam squads. There are so many sides that go along with our Bravo Labs that don't get the spotlight. And that's why I wanted to do this. Not only do I love Bravo, but I want to share the love with everybody. Of course, our Bravo Labs, but you can't have the best entree of your life without having the ultimate side dish. And it's the same thing with our Bravo Lebs. You can't have a full Bravo Liberty without getting a taste of their ultimate side piece. And that's why I wanted to do Side Piece, the podcast, to share with you guys all of the amazing side pieces that exist on Bravo. Now, there's a lot going on with Bravo right now. I don't even know where to start. All of our shows are back. They're jamming. They're popping. We have new Salt Lake City. We have Atlanta going. We have Below Deck. Okay, so ladies and some of you gentlemen watching out there and listening, I'm sure you can relate. My husband is not a Bravo fan. It drives me insane. But, you know, every time I'm watching Bravo, he comes on, he rolls his eyes, and he does like a huff and a puff, which is so annoying. Like, get out of the room. Don't interrupt my Bravo time with your stupid comments. However, I have done the impossible. Not only is he now a below-deck fan. But we literally just got done watching every single episode from every single season of not just Below Deck, Below Deck Med and Sailing Yacht. Every season, every episode, he has watched. So you know what? If you have someone in your life, just work it slowly. I guarantee they might come around and love our Bravo as much as we do. All right. Let me give you some of my hot takes from this week in Bravo, the shows that are happening. We already see Jersey coming back. Thank God. February 17th. Okay. We had Below Deck. Now, I don't know what was more uncomfortable for me. Was it Rachel in her drunken state getting on stage and trying to sing dirty songs while kids and parents are relaxing on the beach? Or in Elizabeth's drunken stage, her proposing to James probably 15 times. But I love Elizabeth and James and all these bromances, romances, everything we've seen on Below Deck. I would really love for one to work off the boat. I had high hopes for these people. And then as the show went on, it went downhill from there. However, Rachel did bring it back up on her own for talking about sharks probably 15 times. And let me tell you guys, Anyone that talks about sharting is amazing in my book. My husband next to me, not so much. He was vomiting a little bit in his mouth. I think it's hysterical. I'm like a 12-year-old when you talk about farts or sharts. I'm going to laugh hysterically, like my three-year-old kid would. So thank you, Rachel, for bringing it back up and making it a great episode once again. And then we have Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. It was so cool to see hot Drew and hot Ralph come together and their hotness You know, they're not fighting. They're sending balloons off into the sky for Ralph's dad, which is so awesome. Like, they're hot. They just need to be happy because they're hot. And Mike Hill, Mike Hill and Cynthia, we're getting married. We're getting married soon. We got to get the wedding going. There's some drama going on. Cynthia's mom, you know, they're divorced. She doesn't want the dad around, what do we do? I can tell you from personal experience, my parents have been divorced for over 30 years and still to this day, I would bet any amount of money that they will not want to ever be in the same room together. So I understand Cynthia's dilemma of I have my mom and my dad, they're divorced, what do I do? But we're sending super side luck over there and don't worry Cynthia, when all fails, you have Mike and he's hot and that should make up for everything. All right, now let me talk about my side show Steelers. These are my side all-stars that I feel just rocked the last episodes. First of all, with O.C., I mean, can we talk about Sean Burke? I just want to be in his head all day, every day. What, What is he thinking? Bronwyn is getting zipped up by her hot like bestie living girlfriend and he just walks by and I just want to know what is he what what's going on Cherie I would love for you to at me and get on the show immediately we have a lot to discuss so hit me up let's make this happen okay another one from OC a quick shout out Elizabeth's boyfriend Jimmy probably the sweetest guy we've ever seen come across any housewife show But we all have to know, I know you're wondering, I'm going to say it too, what is going on in their bedroom? I mean, she's divorced. Are they doing the do? What's going on? Come on. I need to know that too. Jimmy, at me about that too. Let's talk. Let's chat. All right. Cameron Westcott's dog, Fancy, I can tell you for sure, has better clothes than I do. So Fancy, you are the breakout star for sure on Dallas. Go, girl, rock those clothes. And of course, Salt Lake City, Seth Marks, the man with a plan to get his girl back. You for sure are my sideshow stealer for Salt Lake City. Speaking of Seth Marks, now Salt Lake City has been the hottest thing on Bravo. I mean, it came out swinging like a brick to the face. It hit us so fire. So to have Seth Marks on as my first guest ever, I mean, what could be better? Married to Meredith, father to another amazing side, which I don't think side piece could even be complete without having Brooks on the show. And he's on and off living in Ohio. Now, I'm from Ohio. So anyone that has anything to do with Ohio, I love. There are a million reasons why I'm so excited to talk to Seth, and I'm so excited to share Seth Marks with you for the first ever Side Piece show. All right, today, guys, I'm so excited. Not only is he like one of the ultimate sides, an amazing dad, amazing husband. He's like Mr. Positivity. And who doesn't freaking need that right now in our world? Sorry, Meredith, but he is pretty damn easy on the eyes, as we all see on his Instagram posts and in the gym and flexing his big old muscles. But you know what? I, I think watching him that his heart is just as big as his big muscles. And I'm so excited to have him on today. Can you please welcome to the show, Seth Marks. Hi, Yay. Seth. Yay, Seth. Yay. Right. How was that? Is Meredith going to be mad? I'm talking
1: about your. No, that was like, I didn't want it to end. Jesus, better than any <laughs> therapy I could ever have. You made me feel so good just now.
0: I didn't want Meredith to get mad. I was talking about your big, bulging muscles. <laughs> Yo, how's it going? How are you?
1: I'm good. You know, new year, new new shot clock, new game, new everything. Get that freaking 2020 thing in the rear view mirror case out 2020.
0: Okay. Everybody listening are crazy. Me included. Like we're all crazy. Bravo housewives fans. You are like the newest hottest smoke show show. Was it just nuts them coming to you and saying, Hey, would you like to be on a reality TV show?
1: Yeah, I did it for my wife, Meredith, when they did the like sizzle reel for this they weren't sure if it was going to be a hot we didn't know what exactly show it was we heard it was gonna be about entrepreneurial women of utah was how it originally was told to me right and I was like, oh that's great that's great i'll do what i can um but you know we were having a lot of relationship issues Meredith and i so i didn't join right away uh, we were separated on and off and it was like we were just going through that midlife crisis stuff that relationships go through if you don't work on them and then you become an empty nest. So, this all hit at a time. It was crazy in my life and her life. And I don't think I understood what I was getting myself into. So, I, I did not sign up right away. The show started filming actually without me because I wasn't all into it. I was nervous about what it would do for me. And plus, Meredith and our rela- my relationship wasn't solid. I was not, Melissa, a believer in. Therapy and marriage counseling and personal therapy, couples therapy. I had resisted that for many years. And my relationship with Meredith suffered as a result of it. And then our kids were all out of the house, became an empty nester. And then there's a Bravo reality show coming. At the same time, all this is happening. And I was, we were in the worst place ever. My therapist was like, do not go on that show. You're crazy. No, you really
0: said that? Yeah.
1: She's like, she's a super experienced therapist, psychiatrist, all sorts. Like, the worst thing you could ever do for your relationship is go on a reality show when you're on the verge of. I had filed for divorce.
0: So you're starting the show, and your therapist is like, hell no, do not cross. And you're like, Meredith, I want to get a divorce. You were filing, or you said, Meredith, I need to get divorced when the show is like starting to film.
1: I had filed for divorce. And the show was filming. We were working with marriage counseling, and I ended up rescinding the filing, taking it back, and giving it another chance. And the craziest shit ever, I said, not only did my therapist tell me, do not, whatever you do, go on the show. I actually think the show saved my, the show unequivocally saved my marriage. The craziest shit ever. This show saved my marriage.
0: Holy crap. Okay. So you filed, the show starts airing. Yeah. And at the time it's airing, you are in Ohio. So you had already filed and moved to Ohio.
1: I was actually in Chicago. I was also changing. I was being recruited to a new business that's out of Ohio from Chicago. So it's like, I had a new head coaching job from Chicago, moving to Canton, Ohio, filming a reality show and divorce and an empty nest all within a 60, 90 day period.
0: Holy crap. You're in Ohio. And that's when we see this, like when the show
1: starts. And plantar fasciitis.
0: I mean, that's the worst of all this shit. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Like, without a doubt. But at least you had it while you're in Ohio, because I feel... Being from Ohio, Seth, which is why I love you right now even more as you're wearing the Cleveland Browns hat. So you go from Chicago to Ohio. We start seeing the show. You're taping and you're flying. Like, how often were you coming back and forth while the show was taping?
1: Every week, every other week, you know, commuting back and forth. And then we got separated, like, on the show, like, legit. Like, people think that our story, that this was like a storyline. Right for the show,
0: and that you made it up.
1: Yeah, this is as real as shit, shit ever. Because oh I think for divorce in August, and like we've been separated. We've been on a roller coaster for a long time, and then the show basically forced us both to like another whole level of attunement, like where we were totally focused on each other because you knew there were cameras. You you didn't want to be a total ass. So you're kinda as bad as I may have come off on the show. I was on my best behavior you didn't like ever ever but i it forced me to focus on Meredith, and I um, you know, I fell back in love on a on a friggin reality show, not that I was ever out of love, but it repaired it crazy
0: okay, so the first time when she said i when you were like, "Meredith, I want to stay," and she said, "No, i need I think we need a break
1: but i was I moved on the show. I'm in Chicago. Then, like, I land, and I brought her the the magazine from the Canton, Akron airport about you know living in Canton, Akron. We land. She picks me up. And I'm like, we're moving to Ohio. And she's like, No, we're not.
0: That was in the car scene, and she's like, I'm not leaving. Yeah, got it. Okay, and then that's when shit started getting worse because you're like, what? That's where I have to be. And she said, Well, cool, have fun, because I'm staying here. Yeah. Okay. We see you guys talking at dinner, and you're. You you say, Meredith, let me see your phone. And she's like, no, I'm not letting you see my phone. Like, why did you ask her that?
1: You know, I always say, if you want to know what's going on in my life, just look at my phone. Like, you know, at the end of a long day, but everything is in my phone. And so I believe a modern relationship, the first 15 minutes of dinner, you should just look at each other's phones and then ask questions on what you discovered.
0: <laughs> okay. So your dinner date, you're like, yo, hot stuff. You look good.
1: I'm very progressive. <laughs> you're
0: good. Let me look at your calendar and see how great today was and how your meetings were. So it was just to see like how your day was.
1: Yeah, because you know, we've been separated. We're coming back. I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I'm sure she would want to look at mine. I think looking at somebody's phone is like it's intimate. It's, yeah. I was going to say, it's like nudity. It's intellectual sex. Like, let me see. Oh, are you being naughty? Are you being nice? What are you doing? Oh my God. This is like Al Capone's vault opening up. You know, I can't even take the anticipation.
0: Did you, <laughs> It's like
1: foreplay <laughs> at dinner,
0: <laughs> right before you get your cocktail.
1: It's better. That it goes all downhill. After you see the phone. I mean, it's, it's then the you're like, okay,
0: check please. <laughs> I mean, did you think something was going to be in there that you didn't want to see?
1: I always think that, but not necessarily. No, but I wanted to see it. I figured maybe since we're on a reality show, she'll hand it to me.
0: Since <laughs> <laughs> so the cameras are forcing you to be yeah. truthful and honest. Do you see? They're watching us. Do you see? Uh, yeah. Wait, well, why... Why do you always think that you're going to see something is that from everyone or like, you're talking about Meredith?
1: Yeah, everybody. I'm a dude. I'm a high testosterone dude. I you know, I know how men behave.
0: No, I mean, I listen, I understand what you're saying. It's not men, you know, women can be, I'm thinking you're saying dirty dog sometimes for my husband. I feel like if I was like, let me see your phone, I would be worried if I'm needing to ask, like, let me see your phone, right? Yeah. Especially well, when you're living across country from each other.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it. The, that's the thing because we're apart. I just, it's just, it. whoever I was dating, it happened to be Meredith because it's my wife and we're trying to mend the, do everything, you know, mend the relationship. It's almost like a religious, like there's no right or wrong to this. It's a belief. Some people believe that that phone is private, that your messages with your friends and your old world isn't your husband or boyfriend's business. That's a yeah. belief. I respect that. That's Meredith's belief. My belief is- it Is it like a
0: Mormon thing or- dumb.
1: Just just relationship. Like what? how much transparency is too much transparency? And is not giving your phone a breach of transparency.
0: Right. I mean, you can go back and forth all day.
1: Like, is it because what you're you being are, shady? Would you, do? would you give your phone to your uh, boyfriend or husband? Are you married? I am. Okay. So would you give your phone to your husband if he asked for it? A thousand percent. A thousand percent.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like, listen, like, I I mean, I don't do, like, if I'm going to do dirty shit, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to be in a serious relationship. (laughs) So like, I'm, this is it. This is what you see, what you get. Like my mouth, everything is very like just out there. But okay. So you and Meredith, you've been together for a long time. So when you first met, like where, what were you guys in what college? It was college, right?
1: No, right after. Literally, the year after that—that that year when I went back to Chicago from the Harvard of the West.
0: Wait, okay, so you see Meredith, and was it love at first sight?
1: Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I thought it was the wrong woman because I was picking her up, and we were going to the Bulls game. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis—greatest show on earth. EJ other...
0: Armstrong.
1: Yes, it was no, the best I to go all day, ticket to get. It transcended sports. It was like a pop culture event. So yes. when I got her to, she's walking to the car. It was like a slow motion walk, like from Wayne's world. And I'm like, oh my God, please come to my car. Like, cause we're in the city. I wasn't sure of that. That might be like a model that's walking to, you know, <laughs> up to Brad Pitt's car or something. How can this woman be getting into this guy's car? So she got <laughs> into the car, like I was frozen. And then we've been together ever since that day.
0: It's amazing. And so she was obviously into it as much as you are.
1: Yes. yes.
0: And that's 25. How many years ago?
1: 94. So we're 20 oh to 26 years ago.
0: Holy crap. So now you guys have this like love at first sight now we're on the show. And you guys are going, is this like through your whole relationship? Is this like the worst it's been that we're seeing right now?
1: Oh yeah. When I saw, the opportunity to close on her I closed <laughs> like I, I was always be closing like at all times so I I went my brain the brain doesn't fully develop to 25 I learned from my therapist at 47 well, men it's like 30
0: <laughs> women possibly 25 <laughs> <laughs> but
1: somewhere men there. I'm pretty sure it's
0: never <laughs> never, never you never. still have some time don't worry about it
1: <laughs> but man I, I was so focused on being trying to make money and Have a family that working on the marriage ended the day I said I do. Yeah,
0: but but look at I mean look at your kids. So you come on this show and it's for Meredith, right? The the housewife, and then all of a sudden, boom! Like a brick to everyone's face, Brooks just freaking comes on the screen. (laughs) I mean, was it insane? Brooks like took over. How do you feel? I mean, it's 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 crazy and uh, his fashion line and like all this attention.
1: Yes, and he gets a lot of unjust criticism. I think it's really important on this show, Melissa, this podcast, to say when we were separated and our relationship was unstable and I wasn't sure I was going to join the show, be on the show, I asked Brooks, who is at USC in Southern California, I'm not a, first of all, it saves a lot of money if I can get him out of there. Plus I don't believe in college. I could, I'm not an, I don't believe college. college is a huge waste of money. If you know what you want to do, he knows sure. what he wants to do. He wants to be a designer and a fashion. Holy. And so I was like, Brooks, you've had three years of college moving to Ohio. I don't know if I can be on the show. Mom being alone on the show is not a good idea because it's just she needs somebody, and they're so close because they have so many right. commonalities that I was the guy that asked him to go live with mom during the filming 100%.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So now that makes sense. Okay. Cause he, I, I feel like we had talked about him school and whatnot, but then we see him there every day.
1: Yeah. And people are like, oh, he dropped out to be like to be on the show. Like he's trying to, you know, I urged him and begged him to. So, He's back in school now. He's at NYU now. He's- oh,
0: for fashion. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh my yeah. gosh. But like, how great? Has it been amazing seeing him and the show, like just yeah. like becoming this huge, awesome dude?
1: Yeah, Brooks is like a, a unicorn for sure. He's so authentic. He is who he is. He doesn't kiss anyone's ass. I love that.
0: I love it. So listen, because we're watching on the show, Seth, Okay. And I'm a viewer watching this. We see you guys you're having this difficult time. And then all of a sudden, you know, you come and you're at the store and she says, I want to make it work. I want you to stay. And then you guys are going and you're going like snowmobile and you guys just seen you're at dinner at the house with Brooks. And you guys are like talking about like, come sit on my lap for dinner. And Brooks wants the barf. And it's <laughs> like so cute and we all love it. And it's amazing. And then you see Jen, you know, bring up the stuff about Meredith doing something on the side. I mean, how did that make you feel when you're watching this?
1: No, I mean, I think what happens in the past is we were, as I said, we we both had separated. So trying to make something of something that happened when we were separated, try to like confuse it, um, when people are separated and you see other people, that's what it is. But if you're together seeing other people, obviously that would be disturbing and not acceptable. Right. You know, that totally. be, But this was not that. But I think Jen's trying to make it that. So I don't know. That would be a, a quote unquote, interesting manufactured storyline.
0: You think it's made up? You think Jen's making this up? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, I know. I know we saw other people. I know that. There's Wait. nothing to make up on that.
0: So when the show's airing and you go out to Ohio and she's like, we need space. Like then you guys, during filming, we're seeing other people.
1: When filming came on, we were completely exclusive to each other in the interest of trying to repair the relationship.
0: Okay. But pre that, you guys were like, For years. Wow,
1: we, you- there was a last few years, five years, whatever it's been, like on and off, on and off, on and off. But we, and anyone who has kids understands Especially when you have three of them, right? You come so far and you're so close to being an empty nest that to to create any, it's not like we didn't like each other. We still appreciate it. You know, there was no no ill will. I love Meredith. She loved me, but we just weren't playing good music together anymore. So you get separated, try to tune it up so you can come back and jam again. And we wanted to make it. At least while the kids were in the house, stay in the house, but you know have the opportunity to see other people separate, which we did more than once. Right, and I think then you can see you're meant. You know what I mean? We got married so young. I think that was good that we did that, and then the show came during that empty nest reconciliation, and set, it was just. I haven't followed a lot of these franchises, but I can't imagine there was one. Where a couple was coming in any quote unquote hotter than we were. We were coming in hot and that shit.
0: Yeah. No, you guys and and by the way, I mean, I think it's different for everybody. I mean, you guys depending on where you are when filming is starting, right? I mean, you guys were at a different place and Whitney, you know what I'm saying? It's
1: like it's all
0: relative. So, like, you know, you can't compare. I mean, the same thing. You could say the same thing with Jen and Sheree. So you're back right now though. You guys are back together.
1: Yes. We are back and stronger than ever right now.
0: Oh, I love that. Even while you're still, and so you're still in Ohio and then you, how much you come back like uh, on the weekends?
1: She comes here, I go there. It's like we're dating, you know, that energy right? of dating, like that energy of dating. Like, I don't want that to ever go away, actually. And I think when you have, when you repair, when you emotionally you know, hone in on your communication tools by going through couple's therapy and learning how real attunement and really understanding the other person's view without getting emotional about anything and really processing right. then you can be a part you can talk every night, you can talk every morning, and when you physically see each other, it truly is like uh, the energy you know and the Everything is at a heightened level. It's amazing.
0: Well, there's a reason why they say absence makes a heart real fonder.
1: Or not, right? And in our well, case, uh, thank totally. God it did. Thank God you're right. Like it either by the way, that was when we got separated. They didn't show the, like that all the dialogue, but it was like we need to do this. We were talking on the phone after that scene when I left. I called her that and I said, We we're not gonna talk like we need to just separate and see how we do it. Totally. And not talk at all. So we went weeks without talking for the first time in 26 years. And, you know, is it heroin? Like, that, you have to have it, you know, that feeling? Or I don't know what that feels like, by the way, but I'm assuming it's like, <laughs> the needle in the arm
0: thing. For the record, do you think she'll ever go to Ohio? Like, do you have to stay in Ohio for a while?
1: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but with the way the world has changed, with being able to do stuff remotely, I and mean, we have a lot of physical assets in Ohio, so we had to be around them. But that is much like I'd be able to super agile and flexible. But majority of my time is in Ohio. But she'll never move to Ohio. Never not, say never. Not full time. Like as long as she could get Utah in her blood, maybe Ohio. She's a Midwestern girl, so Ohio. You know. She grew up in the city of chicago so oh think,
0: nice well yeah. and by the way that's closer to brooks yeah oh my god i love that you guys are like back together even though you are physically can't be together all the time i love that especially with all the craziness as you know experience that we're seeing watching you guys like it's just so nice to see you guys like the last you know, I I don't know what episode it was, but like you guys are standing there in the kitchen and ordering food together and kissy kissy and having wine. And it was super cool to see that. And I'm so happy that you guys have made your way back to each other. So now that you're back together and you know, she's sexy and hot, are you down for a little game about Meredith?
1: Yeah, always I'm down for a game.
0: All right. So this is what I like to call That's how I like it. I'm going to give you two choices about Meredith, and you're going to tell me your preference. You ready? Yes. Okay. Now, of course, we all know personality is the most important part of, you know, loving somebody, blah, blah, blah. But (laughs) let's get to the real (laughs) shit. Are you boobs or butt man?
1: Oh, butt unequivocally
0: unequivocally all right yeah because if if I can say myself she does have nice breasts so I yeah. was just wondering
1: yeah but anyone can get nice breasts I think it's harder to get a good butt good point
0: okay eyes her eyes or good, her good smile
1: eyes eyes all day
0: eyes okay yeah because you but... can't
1: get smile contact during one of the great activities of all time you get eye contact
0: bam What's one of the great activities of all time?
1: Play it back later, after <laughs> <our discussion>. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so inappropriate, but eye contact matters.
0: There's, there's no that you can never do too much of that on this on this podcast. Let me eye tell you that, okay? Contact
1: matters, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All
0: right. So, fit or do you like some extra loving?
1: That's a yes and yes. I mean. Th- I like extra loving, but I like fit too. I think I like fit. I mean, that's hard. Like chocolate chip or mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate I'm de- chip. <laughs> okay. Mint chocolate chip. <laughs> I'm, or- so, okay. I'm, saying, I'm, I'm devouring the shit out of either one.
0: <laughs> I know. I just like screwing with you a little bit. Okay. But you're fit, you know, I mean, you look great. Yeah. Like you- you know, I I see your videos like you're jamming in the gym, rocking your you know, your Cleveland's gear.
1: Thank you. I've worked hard on it.
0: All right. So what's better for her? And I think I know, but cooks or cleans?
1: Oh, cooks, 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 cooks. Can she cook? Oh, she's amazing. She's amazing actually.
0: Really? Yeah. I love that.
1: Yeah, unbelievable. Like twelve out of ten cooks. Like she focuses, she's she can make anything. So yeah, awesome. And I don't honor to ever clean.
0: No, because you clean it up?
1: I'm an okay cleaner, but that's an easier thing to find help for than a cook. Like- A thousand percent. Holy right? totally. Culinary cool. art or cleaning art.
0: We need food more than we need our for <laughs> Swifford. That is for damn sure. All right, Seth. So I like to end every show with a Housewives style tagline. I have to ask, what would yours be?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I needed to prepare for this because I wanted to be better. <laughs> no. Like as far as my own brand tagline, I'm so excited for tomorrow because it's an opportunity to get better. I get so like Christmas Eve every night. It's Christmas Eve every night because I get, you know, the bis- biggest gift is tomorrow, right?
0: It's it, you, Yours could be, it's Christmas Eve every night when you have a gift like me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, by the way. Yes.
0: Okay, we had so many fun conversations. Where can listeners, everybody who loves you, where can they find you on social?
1: Seth Stock on Instagram. I'm just an Instagram guy. It's Seth Stock, S T O C K. S E T H. S E S T O C K.
0: Seth, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Sidepiece Show. That's at S I D E P I E C E S H O W, at Sidepiece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.